Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I am your host, Cristiano Green, and I am a gay men's relationship coach, helping gay men to find and sustain long-term loving relationships with other gay men. Seriously, it's hard out there. We all know it, right? (laughs) So this week, what I wanted to jump in and talk about is flirting. Um, when I was growing up early in my dating years, I lacked confidence and I was a terrible flirter. I never knew, you know, what to do. I was always like self-conscious about it. I was always like looking, you know, the wrong way and looking someone, if someone looked at me, I'd look away. Um, and yeah, so I just always struggled with it, um, growing up. Right. And of course, now in the, in the days of online world and grinder and all of those things, most of the time you're doing all your flirting probably behind a screen. You know, of course, you know, people are still going out, people are still going to clubs and, and bars, et cetera. So, you know, you're going to still be doing it, but majority of people who are, who are looking to, 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 to meet someone are generally doing it online, right? And so, of course, how do people flirt with you on there? It's usually like, a, you know, a wink or a, or a like or a swipe this way. And then oftentimes they leave it in your hands to, to, to take that next step, right? Um, so really, of course, you know, some of us might be socially awkward. <laughs> some of us might deal with social anxiety because it is quite high in our community. 60% of gay men suffer from that as well. Um, and, you know, it might be more of a challenge for you, right? So let's, you know, talk about some of the things that you can do to, you know, get your flirt on and actually show interest in someone um, and also be able to sense as well from these things if someone is interested in you as well. So tip number one, turn that resting bitch face upside down. <laughs> in case you were wondering, this is also known as what we call a smile, Smiling is really crucial, right? It makes you so much more approachable and so much more likable. But obviously don't want you to force, you know, that awkward smile, that Joker-esque smile, that really freaky smile that we see sometimes. Make sure you also don't want to look like you're scowling, right? Anyone with a smile looks happier and are more approachable. When you're frowning or you've got that bitch face on, people don't necessarily know, what am I going to get with that one, right? So always looking the part when it comes to your smile because that's the first thing people ever see when they look at you, right? Keep a smile on your face, right? It's, it's, it's your little signature, right? It's your signature thing, you know? Next thing is this erect posture, right? Stand up straight. You often feel more confident when you do, you know, if you're hunched over or you're like, you're looking like a bit uncomfortable, etc. in your, in your body stance, people sense that and think that's you, that's their, their, their first impression, right? Most people get an initial five second impression and read you. And that's their initial impression of you, right? And most of the time, if they don't get a chance to connect with you, that's their only impression of you, right? So have a nice, more confident stature, right? Look up, you know, have a really, you know, solid foundation and you'll start to notice difference in people approaching you, right? Because it's true. People like to see confidence and that's a big attractiveness, looking confidence. So you feel confident and also it actually works. 
the more you put yourself in a physiology of confidence, it actually makes you feel more confident, right? It's just like, um, you know, an anchor, right? We're used to seeing what confidence looks like. So when we do it, we notice and we feel it and we can also step into our confident power as well, right? Another one is, is hands at your side. You don't want to cross your hands on your chest or, you know, have them tucked into your pockets because what this does is this makes you look very unapproachable and guarded. Um, you always want to have your hands at your sides, no fidgeting either. Again, it's that confidence, right? I don't need to be doing things to distract myself or I can just be confidently myself. So this is just another added bonus that you can do that's just going to make you more approachable, right? Your arms crossed, unapproachable. In your pockets, unapproachable. Just by your sides, just, just, just flailing there, that's exactly what you want to do as well. Now, if you're someone who, like me, doesn't really have any idea what to talk about and you're in that moment of like, oh shit, like, what, what, what should I say? Think about things that are in gay pop culture that are easy for you to talk about, right? Now, take example, talking about drag race, if you're not sure what to talk about, right? RuPaul's Drag Race is a gift to every single socially awkward gay man out there, right? It is such an easy conversation starter. Almost every single person watches it. Everyone has their opinions on who their favorites are and their least favorite queens, who should have won, who shouldn't. And of course, if they don't watch it, it's like... Do you even want to be talking to them, right? Jokes aside, but picking things that are so common within our community to, to have a conversation about is easy for you to, to, to start off a good conversation, right? And, and don't worry about sounding generic. If you'd like something, it also shows that you have interest in things as well. And, you know, you get a chance to have a little bit of a discussion, which is also cute at the very beginning. That's a flirty thing to do, right? Now, this is key, and this is something that we also forget to do because sometimes we're so nervous that we ramble on and on and on. Now, when someone asks you a question, you want to talk about it, you want to answer it, you don't want to go on for 20 minutes and not letting the other person speak. So you want to be short, succinct, adding some details to make the person, you know, interested or to add some great, add a great story. But you want to also make sure you follow up by asking something about him as well. Because if you don't ask questions, the conversation dies. And if you just are always the one speaking and not allowing questions to come in and getting to know the other person, they start to get bored, they start to tune out, and then they start to say, oh, it was really nice meeting you, and they'll walk to the next person or walk off to their friends, etc., etc. So always make sure you're asking questions to keep the conversation flowing. And the easiest one you can ask is if they ask you, you know, tell me about where you grew up, you can tell the story, and you say, what about you? What about you is an easy question that you can just add on to anything, especially if you're just, you know, a little nervous. What about you? Easy peasy peasy. Okay, let's go with that one. Next one is you want to get comfortable standing alone. Now, this is super easier said than done, right? But this is crucial. Now, I know I used to feel so awkward standing alone at a bar or event. And that's what I used to do early on in my in my life as a, as a gay man, because I didn't know any other gay people. So I would go to the bars and clubs on my own and I had to do it, but it felt so awkward. Like every single person was looking at me in the club going, who is this person on his own, right? Truth is they're not. They don't even focus on anything outside of themselves, right? Unless they're interested in you, right? I used to, you know, obviously think everyone noticed how much of a loser I was for not talking to anyone, as I said. And of course, nobody is, nobody cares. You're not that important, right? And so once we get that over, over and done with, it's easy to start to feel comfortable or standing alone in a party settings, you know? You won't feel pressured to talk to other people, which means you'll be less nervous when you actually do. So the more comfortable you are alone, the more easy it will be for you to talk to other people and less nervous because, again, you're more comfortable being on your own. It's a hard thing to do, 
But again, if you're trying to meet people out and about and start to be floating and start conversations and you're trying to get away from the old online stuff and really do it, we have to push ourselves past some of our limits. And that's one of the key things to do, right? One of the key things to do. Another idea is, of course, we've all got friends that we go out with, right? So maybe get one of your friends who's really great at socializing to be your wingman. Remember that friend, you know, that is always a chatty Cathy, can talk about anything, blah, 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 right? You want to make sure that you utilize him and, and, and ask for some assistance, right? If he's a great socializer, have him be your wingman. He'll help you play to your strengths. He's going to break the ice and he's literally the best person to have on your side, right? Get a good wingman. It's key as well. It's helpful. And it makes you feel like, again, all eyes aren't on me, even though, you know, he's going to be good at giving great things for you and leading you in the right direction and, and whatnot in the conversation, right? And I know when we're first initially awkward and anxious, it's really key to, it's good to have someone on our sides as well, right? Another key thing is, is where, what you're most comfortable in. You want to be comfortable. You want to be you. I know it's corny, but don't really wear something trying to fit in. You feel less, uh, less, less authentic. And there's an energy you put off when you, when you're trying to be someone else, right? Yeah, I know I used to do that, of course, right? Who hasn't tried that in the past? But now I just dress how I like and I feel a lot more comfortable. Also, though, when you, when you are dressing, right, depending on your comfortability, you want to still have your own style, but also maybe do something what we call peacock with one item. So you want to dress comfortably, but at the same time, you might want to wear at least one item that's a conversation starter, a certain type of earring, a certain type of jewelry, right? A, a shirt with, you know, whatever is written on it. So someone can ask you about it, right? Um, you know, peacocking is what we call it. it, makes it easy for other guys to start a conversation with you. You know, it's like, oh my God, I love your top. I love your earrings, right? We've, we've all joked around that, that, that conversation, right? So think about it. If you're wearing something unique and different, it's a way for people to ask you questions, which is a great way for people to, to go, okay, this is something I can ask him, which starts a conversation, right? Now we talked about this at the beginning, but I want to keep going on and on and on about this. Seriously, smile. You know, I know I said it at the beginning, but I don't think I emphasized this enough. Those pearly whites of yours, that is your signature on your face, right? That's your best weapon. It makes you feel confident. It makes you feel approachable. It makes you feel um, easily to, 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 to connect to people. Use your smile. It's definitely one of your biggest strengths that you could ever have as well. Another key thing to focus on is eye contact is going to be your friend, you know, I said this earlier at the beginning, when people would look at me, I would look away, right? You've probably done this before. It showed a lack of confidence, right? But in reality, eye contact is your friend. Look the person in the eye, look them in the eye, right? Let them know that you're serious and don't be afraid to go for what you want. Again, the eye contact is more confidence. And before, like I said, I lacked it and I would always look away, which blocked me so many times from getting to know guys because of my lack of confidence and my lack of self-worth, right? I would look away going, oh, this person probably thinks I'm staring at him or this person thinks I'm I'm ugly or, you know, or whatever came through my head, right? And, you know, lo and behold, if you don't catch the gaze, they're going to gaze into someone else's eyes until someone does, right? So think about that as well. And also, when you're looking away, maybe it looks like you're not interested as well. So you want to try to put your best foot forward, especially if you are interested as well, right? Another one is, is do not try too hard. But of course, you know, when you want to be 
cool about it, right? Yes, you've dressed to impress, but, you know, try, say, and do things that feel natural to you, right? Not something that you think is going to get you more attention, right? Don't, like, go on about something that you have no idea about because you think someone's going to, you know, uh, you know, be entertained by it, right? No, no, be you, be authentic because that's what people like and that's where you can really know your stuff. If people ask you stuff about your authenticity, about the things you like, the ones you're talking about, you can be truthful in it. You don't have to pretend, right? And I know I've mentioned this a number of times, confidence is key, right? Really, like this is the the, the, the things that I need for everyone to, to, be, to realise is be who you are and walk into the room like you own it, right? Don't be a douche about it, but the confidence that you have is the things that people admire because people want to be confident, so they get attracted to confidence. So you showing up as who you are and being confident in yourself when you walk into a room that you own a baby, you'll be on the right track. So I trust these have been valuable. If you're someone like me in the past who completely used to be the worst flirt, used to completely have the worst way of trying to, you know, figure out how to connect with guys, you know, here's some great tips. I hope there's some great things in here. And this is a great way for you to also realize that if you're seeing these from other people, these are signs that they are trying to flirt with you as well. So make sure that you implement them in your life, but you're also taking note of them so that if you see them, they're sure as hell signs to say, hey, maybe this is going in the right direction, right? So utilize it in both ways. I'd love to hear your stories about this. I'd love to hear your questions about this. You know how to reach me on social media. So, you know, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you know me from, it's all cool. And of course, you're going to see me and hear me in a brand new episode next week of the Total Boss Podcast. But until then, always remember you've got this and I've got you. Bye for now.